0: Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage, simple, affordable, reliable.
1: This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 328. What's the Difference Between Retirement and Financial Independence? By J.D. Roth of MoneyBoss.com. And hi again, everybody. I'm your host and narrator, Dan. I'm here reading to you from some of the best personal finance blogs out there. It's like a big audiobook that's completely free of charge. And if you have any topic requests for us or maybe an author you'd like to see us pursue uh, to try to get the rights to read their content here, Uh, Come give us those ideas at oldpodcast.com. And today is your last chance to be a part of a drawing that we're doing tonight at midnight for a free book that will go out to a random person on our mailing list. To be part of that and to get some free spreadsheet tools from us, just enter your email address at oldpodcast.com. I'll give a reminder to you about that at the end of the show. So for now, let's get right to today's post as we optimize your life. What's the Difference Between Retirement and Financial Independence? By J.D. Roth of MoneyBoss.com I've spent a lot of time lately reading about retirement and financial independence over at Reddit. Reading other people's questions and comments helps me get a feel for the sorts of challenges they face as they boost their saving rate and cut their spending in order to pursue bigger goals. For those unfamiliar, Reddit is a large internet community with discussion boards dedicated to different topics. Though Redditors would cringe at this characterization, in many ways it reminds me of America Online 20 years ago. I like to browse forums, or subreddits as they're called, on subjects like personal finance, simple living, financial independence, and lean fire. That last one merits more explanation. I'd never heard the term lean fire until I found the forum on Reddit, but I think it's something that might appeal to a certain group of Money Boss readers. According to the lean fire subreddit, If you want to retire before 60 with less than $40,000 in planned yearly expenses, this is the place to discuss it. In other words, lean FIRE is a term for early retirement with minimal money. Note, FIRE is an abbreviation for financial independence retire early. It's a catch-all term for folks who want to stop working before traditional retirement age. But what are the differences between early retirement and financial independence? Stay tuned, that's what this article is all about. It's strange to me that the Lean Fires subreddit considers a $40,000 annual expense lean. That's 75% of what the average American household spends, which is $53,495 a year, which doesn't seem particularly parsimonious. My normal spending when I'm not traveling the US in an RV is about 36,000 a year, and I don't consider myself frugal at all. To my mind, people like Pete from Mr. Money Mustache, household spending of around 25,000 per year, and Jacob from Early Retirement Extreme, household spending of around 14000 per year, qualify as lean fire. But 40000 that's just slightly less excessive than the Joneses next door. My desire to argue over what qualifies as a lean retirement highlights one problem we all have when we talk about money. Different words mean different things to different people. Today, I want to explain what I mean when I use certain words and phrases at Money Boss. Defining retirement. To many people, retirement means one thing, reaching a ripe old age, 60 or 65 usually, and leaving the workforce to enjoy whatever money they've managed to save. For these folks, retirement is a time to travel and try things you never had time to do before, but it's not a time for work. While that's how most people think of retirement, my own view of the term is more nuanced. I consider myself retired. So does Mr. Money Mustache. Are we crazy? I don't think so. To me, there are many flavors of retirement, and here are a few early retirement, which is the same as conventional retirement, but doesn't come at the end of life. Instead, it's achieved at age 50 or 40 or 30. To retire early, you have to save more than average. To retire very early, you have to save a lot more than average. Some folks believe early retirement is a pipe dream, but it's not. If you can boost your saving rate to 50%, which is tough but possible, you'll probably be able to retire in about 15 years. Another option is semi-retirement. When you're semi-retired, you continue to work, but on your own terms. You have significant savings, maybe even enough to be truly retired, but you choose to earn an income so you don't have to draw down your savings as quickly. I consider myself semi-retired. I could probably quit working and live out my days happily, but I opt instead to do meaningful work. Doing so lets me travel more than I might otherwise be able to. Bob Clyatt explores semi-retirement at length in his book, Work Less, Live More. In the 4-Hour Workweek, Tim Ferriss describes another approach to retirement. He argues that instead of deferring decades of retirement until the end of our lives, we'd be happier, more fulfilled, and more productive if we instead redistributed this time in the form of mini-retirements throughout our careers. These career breaks allow us to explore new people and places while we're still young and fit, and while we still have time to change course if we discover a new opportunity. To my mind, retirement comes in a variety of shapes and sizes there really isn't one good definition for the term. For many, retirement means you no longer work for pay, but a lot of folks who meet this definition would chafe at the notion that they've retired. In Work Less, Live More, Bob Clyatt writes, "'Plenty of people are uncomfortable "'using the term retirement to describe their lives "'after leaving full-time work, "'even if they are already collecting social security. "'For them, that word conjures up images "'of frail, elderly people who have hung up their spurs.'" They think of themselves as fully engaged in living life, not withdrawing from it in any sense, end quote. In the end, it doesn't matter how you label your lifestyle. Whether you're retired or not, all that matters is making sure your work and spending match your personal mission statement. If you do, you'll be happy. Defining financial independence. Ultimately, retirement is a loaded word and I try not to use it except in casual conversation. I prefer to talk about financial independence which is essentially the same idea, but without the baggage. This is precisely why I use the term global climate change instead of global warming. The latter is more common, but it carries so much baggage that it tends to cloud conversations about an important subject. Reframing the conversation in terms of financial independence has another advantage. There are clearly different degrees of financial freedom, so it's possible to talk about progress along a sort of FI continuum. Last month, I suggested that there are six stages of financial freedom, Stage zero is dependence, then solvency, stability, agency, security, independence, and abundance. There's an infographic on this post that explains each one. If you wanted, you could get even more granular. You could create a list of 16 stages of financial freedom, or 60. The key takeaway is that the more money you save, the more freedom you have, and the greater risks you can take. To me, as I've said, there's little or no difference between retirement and financial independence but I usually prefer to use the latter terminology in order to avoid fights with the internet retirement police. What does the word retirement mean to you? What's the difference between retirement and financial independence? How will you know when you've achieved financial independence? And what will you do once you get there? You just listened to the post titled, What's the Difference Between Retirement and Financial Independence? By J.D. Roth of MoneyBoss.com.
0: After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com/OFD. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y.com/OFD for your extended 30-day free trial.
1: And don't forget, today is your last chance to be on our mailing list for a drawing that's happening tonight at midnight. We are giving away another free book. And to be in the drawing, and also to get a few easy to use financial spreadsheets from us to help with uh, your budgeting, come by oldpodcast.com and enter your email address. That's going to add you to our weekly newsletter where we give you some life tips, more freebies, and we host the book raffles every month. It's also a nice way to show some moral support uh, for what we're doing here. So, again, come by oldpodcast.com and simply enter your email address to get all of that. And make sure you do it by midnight tonight to be part of this book raffle. And that's it for episode 328. Have a great rest of your Wednesday, and I'll see you in the Thursday show tomorrow where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this podcast, but also Optimal Living Daily, the show where I read to you from even more blogs covering finance, productivity, minimalism, personal development, and more